You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to continue to wrap up the BC men's hockey season while we talk to Jack Coleman of WZBC Radio, who was one of the announcers for the game uh, for BC students. We're going to also look at the needs of the BC basketball team. What do they need to do? Where does the roster stand? We're going to look at all of that. And we have the news. And we're going to kick it off with the news now. Now, baseball played on Tuesday. They had their weekday game against U, uh, UConn. And this was a game that um, BC badly needed, you know, after getting swept by Clemson and playing poorly over the last week or so, or, you know, a couple of weeks, they needed to pull off a win. And they did not do well on Tuesday, losing 12 to nothing in stores. Not a good game at all. As Joe Mancini started for the Eagles, pitched four innings, looked really good. You know, only allowed a hit. And then the bullpen came in and proceeded to implode. The bullpen did not do very well. Uh, You had runs. uh, So John Campbell came in. He let up a uh, three-run home run. Max Key came in. He let up two runs. So, uh, you know, all the way down the line. They had six different relievers giving up multiple runs. And then Boston College's offense only managed six hits throughout the game as uh, Connecticut started Gallagher in their bullpen shut out BC. So... BC drops a 12 and 11 and they've got I mean every game now is becoming huge if you want this team to make the make the postseason tournaments and they're going to be playing against Virginia Tech this weekend and Virginia Tech's an excellent team they're going to start playing them on Thursday at Blacksburg so can Boston College get out of the slide and start to figure things out we're going to have to wait because the uh, Saturday uh sorry Tuesday's game was not pretty for the Eagles also in the news yesterday the BC uh, football team had another press conference. This one was held where Azar Abdul Rahim was at the at the podium, and he talked. Well, Zoom podium, if you want. He talked about the season and his role in recruiting. I thought he had some really great answers. Uh, he talked a lot about the play of Clinton Burton Jr. and Sean Asbury, two freshmen that were big time recruits for BC. Remember, Clinton Burton Jr. was the flip from Florida, who had offers from Ohio State and Alabama, probably one of BC's highest rated recruits in history, and definitely one of the highest in the last ten years or so. He's on campus and he's making plays and same thing with Asbury uh as Azar Abdul Rahim talked a lot about their play so they're you know they're freshmen they're making mistakes but they're they're jumping in uh and getting their feet wet immediately so he he called them two really big steals for the Eagles to grab so I thought that was something uh worth talking about as well in terms of hockey I mentioned it yesterday and I wanted to make another correction Hey, I make mistakes every now and then, and you know I don't have an editor for this. I, I do it on my own, and sometimes I do it on the fly, and I don't catch things. Uh, I said Mike Hardman was a freshman. He was a second-year player. He had 40, uh, 40 games played with the Eagles, and he signed. He, he officially signed his deal with the Chicago Blackhawks today. Remember, he was not drafted when he headed um, 
when he went to Boston College. He had two years where he could have been drafted, didn't get drafted, so he got to sign a free agent deal with the Blackhawks, an entry-level deal. We'll see where he ends up with them. But Hardman was good for BC. You know, he scored goals. He was an offense, you know, he was a... um, an offensive leader on that sophomore line, along with Alex Newhook and Matt Boldy. So he's a big loss. And I think, well, I think Newhook and Boldy are the next two you're going to want to watch for because Boston College, if they lose all three of them, that's a whole line that they're going to have to replace. Now, because I said it yesterday, and again, I missed it. Sometimes I get in the flow of things. I had mentioned that there was going to be another sport I wanted to shout out, and it was a sport that did not um, get my attention usually, and that is sailing. So the Eagles... Um, sailing team and it is with Robert Hunter and Colleen O'Brien, Jack Natalie and Nicole Motor, Lara Ferraris and Elizabeth Russell swept Connecticut College on the Thames River uh, 10 nothing. I don't know anything about sailing. I just want to congratulate them. I don't know what 10 nothing even means. I, I'm assuming they each get their own boat. I've never really watched sailing, so um, I just wanted to give them a shout-out. So I, I thought that was great. And then in terms of uh, golf, I saw women's golf did really well in the Pinehurst Invitational, finishing fourth. And uh, Temple Lang finished fourth. Um, sorry, she finished ninth in the... Um, 19 field and so congratulations to the women's golf team as well so i told you i'd give you i gave you two today you got two for the price of one because i forgot yesterday now in a moment we're gonna have jack coleman of wzbc sports on to talk about the ice hockey game against st cloud now it's time to talk about my favorite top part of the, the show built bar it is built bar madness time and we have another round We've been telling you all about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all its bars. Now it's time to find out which is the best. Today is between mint brownie and chocolate brownie chunk. Here's my thoughts. Again, mint brownie is good, but I'm not a mint person. So I, I would have had that eliminated a little earlier. Chocolate brownie chunk, I've told you is like, it is my my go-to. It's what I crave when I go for a built bar. So they're gonna win for this one. And and unless I get a built bar that I really like that hasn't gotten this far yet, they're they're, they're chalk for me. As I said, they're gonna go all the way. So if you enjoy built bars or you want to try one out, go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will be the best tasting protein bar. Now, I've told you all, I tell you every day about Locked On Today. And it's a podcast you need to check out. Host Peter Bukowski gives you all the news you need in 20 minutes or less on the Locked On Today podcast. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. With me, I have Jack Coleman. This is a repeat guest. We've had Jack on before, and we we invited Jack on today. He's the host of uh, one of the announcers on WZBC Radio. He has his own podcast called BC Senior Quotes, and he's here today to talk about the Boston College St. Cloud game, which he made the trek down uh, to announce. So, Jack, how's it going? It's going really well, AJ. I'm glad to be back. Happy to be here with you. So. Tell me about this experience. What, what, how, did you, how did you get into it? What, uh, how did you end up in Pittsburgh? Oh, sorry, yeah, sure. Pittsburgh, Albany. Scott, yeah, sorry. Albany. I wish we were going to Pittsburgh. 
<laughs> the result of that game. So what happened was usually these games, like kind of the more major ones, will go to the senior members of WZBC. Um, while I'm not a senior, only still a junior, none of the seniors were actually able to make the drive and go to Albany. So it was all next man up. And uh, luckily that was myself and my co-host, Damon Broderick. And we got to call the game. We, we said yes, uh, packed the car up and, and made the road trip, made a playlist and everything. <laughs> nice, nice. What, what, what was your song of choice on that playlist? Do you have anything good? Oh man, so many. I've been big into like 80s throwbacks lately. Um, nice. So a lot of Phil Collins, some Susudio. I, I had to make sure that was on there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So Jack, you get down there. I, I, I have to admit, I've I am much into the, um, I'm in my own bubble at home. You know, I work from home. I don't really get out all that much. What was it like being at that stadium? And was there, was there fans that any fans there or was it completely empty? No. So there actually were fans, which was really cool. Um, the first game that we called this year that actually did have some fans there. Uh, so that was a definitely a different experience. And one of the first ones we've had uh, post COVID-19. Okay. And uh, so you, you watched the game and what were your impress? Talk about what you saw out of BC. I mean, on, on film for me, watching it on TV, it looked like St. Cloud just kind of bullied them through the game, but what did you notice? Yeah, for sure. There, there was a couple of things that stick out to me still. Um, but for the most part, that second period was where that entire game was decided. You saw BC shot on goals uh, pretty even with St. Cloud state throughout the entire game except that second period. St. Cloud was getting a lot more shots on the goal, um, and that's what won it for them. They, BC only had, I think, 16 shots on goal for the majority of the second period, whereas uh, St. Cloud was in the 20s and, and nearing 30. Um, so that was it for me. Um, really, you saw a great game out of Spencer Knight as well as Rennick on the opposing side at, in the goal. Um, they were phenomenal. And the only reason why that uh, BC was outplayed was because there were more shots on Spencer Knight. And I had to hand it to the, to the guy. I probably would have let in maybe 50 plus um, at the rate that they were shooting on him. So the fact he only got away with what St. Cloud did put up on BC was truly impressive. Um, another quick major facet that was very important and noticeable throughout the game was just how much bigger size wise uh, St. Cloud State looked. BC was much faster, much leaner on the ice, uh, but what won the game was the defensive presence of the big bodies out there for the Huskies. Yeah, I talked about that on the podcast yesterday a lot. It, you know, and the announcers, when I watched it on TV, they mentioned a lot of how physical St. Cloud was with BC, especially in the neutral zone. They were just, you know, BC couldn't get through there without getting forechecked or, or getting hit off the puck. Um, you know, did you notice any BC players, you know, when you, when you step back and look at the game, it was, it was tough, you know, St. Clouds beat BC up <laughs> pretty badly, just like they did with BU the, the, the game before. Did you notice any BC players kind of stand out or anything that you saw that was like, you know, there was a little bit of, um, you know, a flower in the concrete for BC? Yeah, I definitely think that Boldy had a phenomenal game. He had that one goal, um, Outside of that, he was creating looks for his teammates, really doing everything. And it wasn't as noticeable because BC had been down, but I really got to hand it to him. Boldy was putting out um, a superb effort. And like I mentioned previously, I do think Spencer Knight had a pretty solid game, uh, given it being the playoffs and the, and the type of uh, top tier talent that they were playing against 
uh, with all the Minnesota guys. So I have some questions for you. Uh, as a hockey fan, as someone who covers the hockey team, looking at that BC roster, you know, they're, they're load, you know, they're loaded with young guys that are going to probably have good NHL careers. What player on Boston college do you think right now will have the biggest NHL career? Oh, it's tough. And I think he'd probably kill me if I didn't bring up his name. Uh, but Mark McLaughlin, a, a junior captain on the team. Um, he's a guy that we saw throughout the year, taking some of those clutch looks towards the end. And by the time that he gets the professional level, I just think that all that is going to combine uh, to someone who is both mentally uh, and physically ready uh, for the major leagues. Oh, okay. I, I, I expected you to go with like Spencer Knight or Alex Newhook, but I, I like, I like, a, uh, I, I like McLaughlin, Captain Clutch. I, I think that that is an added facet to him that um, not every guy, even professionally can say that they have, um, you know, I'm, I'm a New York fan and I'm going to switch to basketball real quick, but Carmelo Anthony, what I love so much about him was just how clutch he was. And that, and that, um, that X factor late in the game is, is really something you want to look for at the next level uh, to put your team above, you know, the other professional talent that's out there on the ice. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So Jack, you're, what other things are you doing with WZBC? You're doing baseball too, right? Yeah. Baseball's coming up. Uh, we've already started calling a couple games out at the, uh, the fields over there. Um, for me personally, Aiden and I will also be calling two games in the Notre Dame series. And right after that, I believe we're calling the UConn game as well. I believe that's late April around like the 24th or so. So can people, so I know WZBC is big for kids on, for the students on campus. Can alumni pick this up anywhere on in the country? Yes. So we have an online stream. Uh, If you follow us on Twitter at WZBC sports, or if you follow my personal account at J Coleman 0212, we tweet out that link for every game that we call. And a lot of the guys who are actually doing those calls will tweet it out or post it from their personal accounts. Um, So always be on the lookout for that. If there's a game that you do want to watch out there and can't pick up on TV, that online stream will always be uh, ready to go for any alumni out there. So uh, yeah, for the folks listening uh, to this podcast, I'll put the link to uh, Jack's uh, to the WZBC stream so that you can find that at any time. It'll be in the description of the show. So check that out. And Jack, you also, you do a, a, your BC senior quotes. Who have, I, I know last time we talked, I think you had Courtney Cox Nesson on, or you're about to have Courtney Cox on. Um, who, who have you had anyone else on recently? Yeah, no one big name like that. Uh, recently we had an old friend of ours, Colin Quinn, who we'd like to say is our in-house bracketologist. The dude lives and eats March Madness. Um, So he was able to give us a pretty cool perspective going into the Sweet 16 uh, the past couple of days. And coming up, we're going to be reaching out to a couple other people. Um, Don't want to give any spoilers yet, but a name that I've personally wanted to get on the show for a while now is DeMar Langford Sr. from uh, the the dad (laughs) of DeMar Langford on the team and Makai Langford, Ashton Langford. So, uh, I'm going to be reaching out to him. Hopefully uh, he'll be receptive to coming on the show. And AJ, the door's always open for you as well. Yeah, just you just name the time and the place. I'll be on there. And so people can find Jack on Twitter at jcoleman0212. Uh, Jack, any last things you want to plug before we head out? Yeah, for sure. Also, uh, subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, look up Senior Quotes Sports Podcast. Uh, with the blue and green logo with the SQ, you can't miss it. Uh, that would help us out a ton. And if you want to be involved with our show even more, 
Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at BC Senior Quotes. All right. Thanks, Jack Coleman. We'll have to have you on again soon. Take care. Thanks, AJ. Now it's time to chat about betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. And they even have award shows, TV shows, reality TV. If you can think it, they have it. BetOnline has got you covered on all the news, scores, and odds. It's your best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head over to the website and use them, or your mobile device to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus if you use promo code LOCKEDON. Again, betonline.ag with a 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now time for another Locked On podcast, the Locked On NFL Draft. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sakema and Benjamin Solik as they give us their latest positional rankings and analysis on the 2021 Draft with prospects and team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black. If you do not already, follow us on Twitter at Locked On BC, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as well at BC Bulletin. I'm also the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. If you want more Boston College news and opinion, head on over to our site, become a commenter, and join our community. Now, let's turn to basketball. It's been a busy couple weeks for basketball. Obviously, with new head coach Earl Grant in and many Boston College players on their way out, there's been a huge roster shift already in the last three weeks. You have... C.J. Felder heading out. Most likely he's going to end up at Florida or Texas A&M. They've both been in in contact with the young forward, and he's become a very hot commodity on the transfer market. Jay Heath, he's over at Arizona State with Bobby Hurley. You know, he's going to be a a role. And, of course, Winston Tabbs is with ECU. And Rich Kelly, we don't know where he's going to head up yet, so I haven't heard anything buzzing with his potential uh, destination. So when you look at Boston College's roster, they've lost some players. They've added a bunch. You know, Brevin Galloway uh, recently announced on, uh, actually BC announced for Brevin Galloway that he was coming to the Eagles. You also added uh, Kanye Jones and. Devin McLaughlin, a uh, six-seven forward, as true freshmen. So you've added three. You've also lost as well. So if you're adding in, so you've lost four for the transfer portal. You brought three in, so you have one roster spot left. You've also lost Stefan Mitchell. He's entering the draft, so that's two roster spots remaining. You also have to assume Luka Krajicevic is probably gone, and we don't know what's going on with Andre Adams or Fred Scott. Um, they haven't announced anything yet. So you have possib- the possibility of four or five more roster spots still available. I imagine that the Langford brothers are going to stay. You know, there's been video of Makai working out with Earl Grant. I know his dad has been very active on Twitter uh, talking about how excited he is. So I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Justin Vanderbon, I doubt he's going to leave. And then you have um, Gianni Thompson. So you have all the... Um, prep kids that are going to probably stay around. Now, I also wanted to bring out that there was a bunch of players that have been linked to Boston College, uh, either through the transfer portal or as true freshmen. The biggest one 
and probably the least likely is East Carolina transfer Jaden Gardner, who averaged 18.3 points per game and 8.3 rebounds per game and was first team all AAC. Now he's got a monster <laughs> offer list, which is like Arkansas, Virginia Tech, Pitt, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Miami, Virginia, NC State, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Florida. Van- so you, you get the point. So I, I mean, unless. Earl Grant is a um, miracle worker. I'm not guessing he's going to end up at Boston College. But I'm glad that they're getting involved in him because he seems like a good player. Another exciting one that I saw was um, a Marquette decommit named Jonas Idu or Adu, A-I-D-O-O. He's a four-star center, um, and he's a Rivals Top 150 player. And he's heard from BC, UNC, Texas A&M, Georgia, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, and Maryland. So not sure if BC has a chance with him, but you know, again, you're seeing, you know, people have been asking when is BC going to get involved with some of these bigger names? They are now whether they can land them will be a bigger question. And then there was one more player that I saw that they were uh, linked to, and that is a transfer from South Florida, and that transfer's name is Alexis Yetna, and at, who averaged nine point five and seven point three boards per game. Obviously a big that can make some plays. So you see NBC getting involved with all these players. Um, and I, and there are a thousand, there's over a thousand players in the transfer portal now. So Boston College is going to be able to, uh, they're going to be fighting with a lot of different teams. And it's going to be crazy. This is going to be the craziest offseason, I think, for any team. And I don't look at what's happening as a Earl Grant problem or a BC problem. Every, I mean, Syracuse just lost like four or five players and they were in the Sweet 16. This is a college basketball issue. And, you know, I don't know what's going on, which is causing this. It might have been the pandemic, might be other reasons. But every team, it seems, has four or five guys that are in the transfer portal. So keep your eyes open and I will continue to report on all these players that are entering. And, you know, we can get excited. I mean, if they got a guy like I do, who's this, you know, four star center get him in here you get your first legit big that would be great um but you have to see where bc's at you gotta see who who um grant can bring in so we'll keep our eyes open and of course there's those two clemson transfers that i I saw uh i forget the kid's name i think it's grant and um there's a four-star uh transfer that we talked about on the site as well so you want to check out all those um names and we'll, we'll we'll keep our eyes open on that now, we'll be back again tomorrow for Thursday show. But before we leave, I want to remind you, we're going to do on Friday, we're going to do another mailbag. So I will put it all over social media. If you have a question you want me to answer, email me, uh, bostoncollegesi at gmail.com. Direct message me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I don't care. You send them anywhere. I'll get them. And ask me anything. If it's a good question, I will answer it on the air. I'll shout you out. And remember, Five Star Friday, we're going to do on Friday as well. So give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we will shout you out on the show. So thank you all. we got to keep this short today because uh, there's a little technical issue going on with our podcast network that I have to get this up and recorded and put online like at a specific time tonight. So I'm going to have to cut it out a little bit. But thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again tomorrow.